influencers and brand identities. If you're looking for help with your branding or website, please get in touch with them for a no obligation chat to see how they can help. And if you mention Wedding Mavericks, you'll receive a 10% discount on their services. Thank you, Divine, for sponsoring our podcast. Hello there, everyone. So, <laughs> this is a little bit different, Jules. Yeah, if, it's, if, it sounds, um, if it sounds a little bit different, and it's definitely going to look different, because I can already see that the camera's shaking. Um, <laughs> it's because we're in, we're in the car, so if there's, a, if there's noise, and if you hear the sat-nav, uh, that's what that's all about. Uh, we're on our way to our fourth wedding of the week. Yes. It's been a bit of a busy week, still the school holidays. Um, and uh, we've, we've tried to do stuff with the kids and uh, we've had four weddings in the last seven days. Um, and we're traveling to this one. We're gonna need to stay nearby overnight because it's over a couple of hours away. So uh, this is the only time really we could get, we could fit in recording this week. Wasn't it? It was. So uh, we decided we'd just throw caution to the wind and uh, record it in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Give this a go. Yeah, it's probably going to sound terrible, but uh, hopefully we'll be back to the, the proper setup next week. Yeah, but you never know. This might, this might this take might, off. <laughs> you know, encourage us to think outside the box because we've talked about the fact, haven't we, that maybe as we get further and further into the season and. You know, hopefully the, the weeks where there's four in one week will be few and far between. But actually, maybe we might find that we need to kind of do a few on the fly like this if we're wanting to be able to maintain that consistency of the weekly definitely, yeah. podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we hope uh, you're, you're all okay out there. If you have had the, uh, the Easter holidays, the half term, like us, it's the, it's the second week, it's the last week of that. So kids will be back to school on Monday but uh, if you've been full throttle in weddings as well we hope that they're going well for you. Um, what we want to talk about today is uh, customer service but on a little bit more of a practical basis and the reason that we want to do that is because um, really just to, to build on what we've been talking about in the last couple of episodes and I know last week we focused quite heavily on uh, CRM and the benefits of using one of those and how that enables us to um, to offer great customer service when it comes to our communications and, and dealing with our clients. Yeah. Um, the reason that we've decided this week to do a further podcast now on customer service is because uh, two of the weddings that we've had this week... There goes the sat now. <laughs> Two of the uh, the weddings that we've been involved in this week are, or it rather involve, um, people that we have worked with previously. Yeah, previous so couples. So previous couples, yeah, people that they've come as a result of previous weddings that that we've done and that we've been involved in, and we believe that we've had those opportunities. Um, because a big part of it, yes, to do with the the final sort of product, if you like, the, the standard of the wedding film um, that we've previously produced for people, but we think a huge part of that has been down to the standard of customer service that we've provided for them, yeah. um, which we, we feel really proud of, really. And 
another family member, a friend, they will have booked you to provide their wedding videography or photography, or maybe it's even both, um, as is the case in one of the examples that we're going to talk about. So maybe they've booked you on the back of what they've seen that you're capable of previously. Um, so quite fortunately, those two have fallen in uh, this yeah. week and, and kind of lend themselves quite nicely to, to what we're speaking about today. Yeah, it was good timing. And, and I think the... The thing is, we've talked about over the last few episodes. Obviously, last last episode was talking about customer service and um, and how that ties into kind of giving that customer experience. How you're going to deliver that? Yeah. Um, whoa! <laughs> Literally saw someone nearly take another car out. Um, so th- th- there's there's how kind of you're going to deliver that, um, but then there's also the the, the fact that we talked about the the ways in which you get clients, market to clients, and the way that you can acquire clients, um, a couple of episodes ago, yeah. and one of them, the biggest, the, the one that we talked about, which was the strongest one, which is the warmest lead, if you like, is the personal referral. You know, whether that's from a another vendor, or whether that's from a, a, a previous couple. And the thing about the previous couple is, it, yes, it's a, it's a very obvious thing. We all know that with any service or product, we all know that, you know, getting a, someone saying, use this person, whether it's a service provider or use this product, it's amazing. Yeah. We all know how strong that is. We all know that if someone recommends something to us, we're going to, to, to feel like that's a safer bet than not having that, that personal referral from someone that you trust. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's kind of like why talking about giving customer service is going to create that opportunity yeah. and it has a hundred percent created the opportunities for two of our jobs this week yeah. now if we just put that in monetary terms that's thousands of pounds so thousands of pounds in one week came from giving previous good customer service and you can't you know, if you're looking at ways to build and sustain a successful business, you can't, you know, overlook the fact that giving that customer service is one of is pretty much the strongest thing you've got. Yeah, because your wedding video or your your wedding photos, they're, they're going to be good. We've already talked about everybody's good at this at this point. You know, there are people that are better. You can always improve. But, you know, the standard of work isn't the thing that's going to differentiate you, you know, on its own. It's got to be joined by other things. Yeah. Yeah. And the two, uh, the two weddings that we're going to talk a bit about today, uh, one of them was uh, film only. And the, the first of the two of them, which was last Sunday, Easter Sunday, um, that was a film and photograph wedding for us and that was the first one of this year that we've done now that particular wedding I'm going to just briefly talk about first um, because that was for the son the second son of a family who we've now been involved in three different weddings with that family and a photo shoot yeah family photo shoot yeah three weddings and a family photo shoot it's, it's, like, cl- it's, like the it's, name it's, of a it's film. close to a film title isn't it <laughs> <laughs> so 
so uh, the first two weddings were film only and this was the first one where we'd done film and photo for them so they're a large family this family of kind of three different generations if you like uh, and still most a of the still st- a daughter to get there married. is yeah <laughs> um, and uh, their grandchildren are all kind of similar age which was lovely and at this wedding on Sunday um, we, we, we saw them all kind of playing together they're all kind of within the kind of two to sort of four age bracket and it was lovely just watching them all play together um, and we, we've really really enjoyed getting to know this family over the years um, and uh, I say over the years and it, it is actually so we started in two seven, 2017 so five years and actually during our first year was um, the first wedding this was that, that was our first involvement with that family with uh, the other son and, uh, and his now wife so I thought we'd talk about that one because that's um, we've done I guess a little bit more with that family however um, it's, it's, it's about sort of the relationship that we've built with that family the members of that family um, and how we've worked hard so what, what I want to emphasise is that with both of these examples that we'll talk about we take nothing for granted here um, we've worked really hard at maintaining and being consistent with trying to offer or offering I should say um, excellent customer service to these people um, and that spans across both examples that, that we'll talk about because as you just said um, with, with this family from Easter Sunday there is a daughter as well and she um, mum of the family happened to mention that she'll be the next one to get married probably in a year or two um, and we sort of you know we we don't think that that's that's in the bag for us oh well she's getting married so that's a safe bet then that's another wedding coming our way in a couple of years absolutely not and I would urge any of you that perhaps are benefiting from the opportunity to work with families or with kind of a close circle of friends on a repeat basis please don't take for granted um, assuming that it's in the bag for you and the next time one of them's going to get married that you'll be the person that they pick up the phone to because we certainly don't you've got, um, you've got to you've got to treat each each situation like you know you, you're you, you we've talked about it previously you're always auditioning yeah you know and you, and you you can't you can't kind of you know have a a, a, a day where you decide to be a bit of a knob because that could that could really affect things. So no matter how you're feeling on the day, always try to keep up that you know good atmosphere, that good level of yeah. of service to people. Yeah, definitely. And then the second couple that we'll talk about then, it's it's again 2017. It's going back to 2017. Yeah, I mean both of these weddings are, are very, were, were, were some of our first ones. They were in the first kind of eight, I think. Yeah. Weddings we ever did. Yeah. Um, we we obviously, you know, if 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 you ask me to analyse how we did on those weddings, we were learning. There's no 100%. there's no other way to put it. We were learning. 100%. It wasn't our best work. Yeah. You know, it's it's it's, it's a lot. It's a massive difference from where we are now. Yeah. You know, where we we feel like we can be very consistent now, and you know, that that was. I'd say, you know, we were finding his feet and it was a bit of an experimental kind of phase. So, um, yeah, all, all about all about kind of learning at that point. 
Um, but we we were. I do I do feel like I've, I said this on a previous episode. Also, it were it was easier to stand out then because there was less people doing this, yeah. and there was less people doing it the way that they're doing it now. Yeah. You know, so we we kind of were doing something a little bit different that wasn't seen all over the place. Uh, it was a bit of a different vibe to, to a wedding film, yeah. um, and so that that kind of made a difference. But then at least fifty percent of it is also the service and the relationship that we built up with both of these people. Yeah. Uh, and that one, you know, that that one's an even better example of how one wedding can transform yeah. things. Uh, we just we were starting out we didn't have a lot of work on 
Um, and so we, we were conveniently, I think it was in August. Yeah. And conveniently, we were not booked on this Saturday in August. Mm-hmm. Which is, is kind of what happens when you, you will be booked on the Saturday in August when you've been doing this for a year or two. But because we just started that year, we, we weren't booked up and we were available and somebody, and this is again, this, this kind of the, the, the how, this, how this person found us comes down to word of mouth stuff. So people, because of we'd been using Facebook at the time, because Facebook was still quite a useful tool at the time, you know, Instagram wasn't really being used that much by wedding photographers and videographers. And, um, and, and basically our name got brought up because somebody was, somebody had been let down by their videographer and they were looking for someone last minute. Yeah. She didn't have a great budget. You know, I think we ended up paying, get, you know, ended up getting about 600, 700 pounds for that film. But we just started. And actually, we were building a portfolio. So we needed this job as much as they needed us uh, for a little bit of experience, for a little bit of money, and for the, you know, the portfolio. And um, it's a good example of when. You know, when we've talked about discounts and we've talked about dynamic pricing, yeah. it's a good example. Both of these two examples that we're going to give you, actually, are exactly the same. They were both around that time, and they were both, they both didn't have, they didn't want to spend much money on it, they didn't have much money to spend. So we did them a, a good deal, but it paid in dividends for us. Yeah. So, contacted by Facebook, are you available? I've been suggested by somebody, you know, some random person on Facebook, somebody who's obviously seen something that we've done previously with for somebody else, and they said, try these guys. Yeah, available. This is like literally a few days before the wedding. So I haven't really had the time to build up the relationship with this couple at all. And it just so happens they only live like five minutes drive from our house. So I just went round and saw them in person and, and, and we sorted it all out that way which was was good and at that point we had time to do stuff like that obviously as you get further on your business it's not something we'd recommend so did the wedding and you know that it was a like like we've Lizzie's already talked about they were a really nice family you know typical sort of Yorkshire family that that are similar to us because we all live in the same sort of area so there's lots of we can we can kind of um, you know we were on the same wavelength um, but it was a really great wedding as in there were nice people but they were also really fun and outgoing and there was a lot of a real big party atmosphere at that wedding video turned out pretty good um, you know for the time uh, of when we did it and, and the experience that we had and um, and, that, and that basically they, they were really bowled over by it and this is the thing that I would say both, both of the, the weddings that we're going to talk about as examples were families that are getting married from people that we've already done weddings for. And so the families are all there. And at both weddings, all people kept doing was talking about, oh, wow, that, we- you know, that wedding film that you did. Oh, wow. You know, and they just, there was, it, it, it wasn't just a case of like, Oh, you did a great job. It was like they were really into it, mm-hmm. and they were really that you can 
tell that they feel really comfortable having us there uh, because of that relationship that we've built up with both of the, these families. That's right. And if, sorry, just interrupt. So with that, the, the first, um, with Ellie and Ashland, that, that first one, just just very briefly, what, um, what would you say were the kind of um, skills, do you think, that, that you were able to kind of inject into that that helped you to be able to, to build that relationship on the day? Because trust was massive to this couple, wasn't it? Because of what had happened well, because they'd been let Because they'd been let down by yeah. someone, so they were sceptical about... I think they'd, let, they'd let been let down <clears> at the last minute, but they'd also lost their money. Yeah. So, you know, me going round there uh, in person, that helped. Um, yeah. And the, the thing is, it, when you say what what is the what are the things, it's very hard to quantify. Like we talked about in the last episode, saying one thing, mm. but it's about for me, it's about having really good communication skills, being yeah. very kind of frank, open, honest, yeah. but being professional at the same time, yeah. speaking kind of in in the way that's appropriate for them. So, you know, that could that, that's going to change depending who you're speaking to. So if I'm speaking to somebody who's local from Barnsley, I'm speaking like the, the way I speak with my mates. Yeah. If I'm speaking to somebody who is a stockbroker in London, I might be talking a little bit more, you know, using a different type of, like, language and trying to speak a little bit more... Understanding what people, what people's worries, what people's needs are and wants, and what their expectations are, and trying to like put yourself in their shoes, trying to think about what they're, what's important to them. Yeah, it's about listening and and, and responding accordingly, not just yeah. going, not just going through with your agenda, yeah. but but actually sort of thinking, well, what. What do I need to do to make them feel comfortable yeah. with me and with what I'm going to do? Because most people, and you'll find this, most people are not crazy about having a camera pointed at them, yeah. whether it's to take photos or make a film. Yeah. Cool. So they were happy with both the products that have been produced and it's, as part of the kind of feedback for that wedding, it was that they were, they were thrilled to bits with the service that had been provided. And then, kind of the next, the next thing on from there was that uh, the second son had, uh, so yeah, the second son had, had um, booked us to, to do his wedding, which was the one that we've just done on Easter Sunday, um, and that was back in 2018 for the wedding to occur in 2020. But not long after they booked us in 
because they'd asked us to do that based purely on the fact the service. The service. Yeah. Because they felt comfortable with us. That's right. At this point, we've we've not got an awful lot of um, we've not got an awful lot to show in terms of yeah. the um, the photo stuff. Yeah. It was very early on doing the photography. Yeah. Um, so there was they had to they had to place some trust in us in relation to that what we were going to actually whether we were going to do a good job. Yeah. But like you say, because they felt comfortable with us. Because they felt like they could trust us. Yeah. I, I'd say that that's how we actually started the photography side of the business. Yeah. Because we didn't do a lot of second shooting. We didn't do any. At this point, you know, portfolio building workshops weren't a thing. Yeah. We just we just managed to get some photo jobs based on the fact that we could make a wedding film. Yeah. And we we gave a good service. Yeah. People trusted us. Yeah. We said we, we said we could do it, yeah. and they, they believed us. Yeah. Which is actually a bit crazy, but that just shows you how powerful yeah. customer service and experience is. Absolutely, yeah. And I think I, I can't. I, I, well, a number of times in my life, I've been quite anxious and quite nervous about things, um, as have you. And I know that that day caused a great deal of kind of anxiety for us because. Um, here we are with this family there's about a dozen of them all together there's newborn babies in there there's toddlers in there and we're inviting them to this studio that's in the middle of being renovated we happen to have one single white wall that we can do these photos against but there's bits of tools there's bits of wooden frames and all sorts all over the place so I think we kind of ourselves we had a little bit of a worry that oh my goodness how are they going to feel about this because you know with newborn babies we could we could see that with the mums there they themselves were you know we had to they just naturally were concerned about the kind of that their little ones and where can I change them where can I feed them never mind posing for photographs but you know somehow still yeah. I think maybe the comedy of the situation <laughs> you know still that seems to have that worked out as being a positive positive experience for them um and and then if, if kind of moving forward as i said it, it should have been 2020 that, that we did scott and rachel's wedding but we know what happened and so theirs was was uh, postponed but um in terms if i could just go across to um helena and adam's wedding which was the the other wedding that we did this week just tell us briefly how that one's come about then and just remind us of the kind of link there to 2017 well so the again one of the first weddings that we've ever done and somehow and i can't actually tell you how but i got this i remember i was going to the gym and i got this phone call from this guy and i don't know if if you like me you prefer to get an email (laughs) inquiry because when someone rings you they really put you on the spot and you're not necessarily expecting it and this is obviously the real start of our business so i'm really not you know i'm really not great at like answering the phone at this point for our own business and um yeah i'm looking for a wedding videographer da, 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 and we just i just kind of like chatted with this guy again we've not got loads and loads of experience so this is why customer service was so important as well at this point because 
you've not got this huge portfolio and you've not got all these testimonials from previous couples built up yeah. that's basically you know there there you, you know there you go you can see what I can do because that doesn't exist yet so that initial contact and the way that you speak to people and the kind of impression that you leave that was key to getting these jobs and then we go and do this wedding and it, it, it was one of the again a very kind of low budget wedding um, not necessarily because they weren't spending a lot on their wedding because I think they did um, in fact you know it was a good wedding to do because there was stuff and there were nice people and it was a decent wedding um, and we did something different again with the, with the thing but we also with the film but we also delivered this service that made an impression and off the back of that I mean it, you know I think the wedding film really did blow them away because it wasn't something that they'd seen elsewhere but also I ended up being mates with this guy and I you know I'll, I'll, I've, I've met up with him on more than one occasion to like you know go around and have a coffee with him and stuff like that and the the upshot of that is off the back of doing that wedding that circle of friends and family from him we've done I would say probably about a dozen weddings based off just solely that one film being either shown to, to guests and things like that or guests that were at that wedding and then it's kind of funneled out from there and the one that we were doing the other day was his sister's wedding um, and it was a very nice wedding yeah. and obviously we've gone and we, we, all of this is built off the original service that we've given in 2017 yeah. and over that period of five years it's cascaded into you know lots of weddings lots of great opportunities in terms of like um, you know building up portfolio and tens of thousands of pounds in revenue yeah. none of which would have existed had we gone there and just done a decent job but not done something extraordinary in terms of the service that we provided Because 
so at weddings who are actively looking for a bit of something you know something a bit different can you actually provide more of an inclusive service for them now I want to just go back to um, last Sunday Easter Sunday so the uh, the O'Callaghan family and their wedding because um, there was something that was really funny that that, uh, that, that happened and uh, I'm still going to link it back to good customer service, believe it or not, and I'll know where you, you'll know where I'm going with this, but kind of setting the scene first of all with the bride first and foremost, so um, R- Rachel, the, the bride there, Jules and I, could see, she, she's a lovely, lovely girl, and at the moment that we arrived, we could see how nervous she was, yeah. and just kind of feeling a little bit overwhelmed, I think. Probably there'd been so much build up to this day. I mean, it's now occurring four two, years. Two, yeah, so it's two years later than when it should have been, and you know we could see that she was nervous. She was, she's um, like red patches on her chest and round her neck and things like that. And she said to us straight away, you know, she was very welcoming. She just said, "Oh, I just need to to just go upstairs, just have a little bit of time by myself. I'll I'll, I'll be fine though." And so you know, immediately that's ringing alarm bells with us that's letting us know that the last thing that she needs right now is for one of us to go upstairs and start pointing a camera in her direction so we gave her a little bit of space um we like to as well as prime lenses i think we we like to use or i certainly like to use a, a zoom lens um on uh, th- during prep because it gives me more flexibility and in scenarios in situations where I've picked up on that right from the word go I know that throughout that prep the last thing I want to do is be unnerving her at any point so I know that it's important for me to be able to try to think about the way that I'm going to work around her in terms of getting the style of the shots that I like to be able to get you know those up close um, kind of when she's having her makeup done and hair and things like that I know I still want to get those because I know how lovely they could look but I know I don't want to be up in her face so I'm already thinking about the equipment I've got I'm thinking about how can I work around and still make sure that this person's really comfortable now what was um, what was beneficial was that one of the bridesmaids happened to be Ellie from the first wedding yeah. from this family um, so she was introducing me to the other bridesmaids and things I always make a conscious effort at bride prep and I know you'll do the same when you're doing groom prep get to know people's names because it's really nice then throughout the day if you can kind of refer to those people by their name um, that all these little things like that go a long way in relationship building so Ellie was quite familiar with us and here's where the funny part comes in because so much so did she feel comfortable with us that she went on to tell us about a wardrobe or an underwear malfunction that she'd just had and she was in desperate need of some strong tape to be able to help her out so that she got into this dress now it's only be luck that you well, said that you we carry the duct tape had. round because it's something that you know and, and is is something that's a bit off topic but you know it's always worth carrying some duct tape round because you never know when you got like you know strap something together yeah right but usually i'm thinking more like you know camera equipment you know something break tripod breaks you've got to tape it up or something or you need to hold a, a battery yeah. onto something because because something's broken yeah. you know it's good to have a pit it's good to have duct tape with you because it's very useful um in this situation uh, worth Lindsay's, its weight in gold 
flexible isn't it yeah it's about being flexible in the way that you think yeah. it's about being flexible in the way that you behave and act yeah because this is this is you have got a job to do but this is a big deal for them yeah and they might be paying you money to do something and you need to make sure you you do it but there are other things that can be more important Definitely. like the photos are going to look shit if they're not in a good place yeah so you've got to be able to think about the bigger picture definitely 
and one, throughout the day one thing that Rachel kept saying to us was that she she's just naturally so awkward in front of the camera she doesn't like you know posing or anything like that so when we're hearing that when we're getting that from a couple that means you're not going do? to you're not going to try and pose them yeah in in the way that you might pose somebody who's you know you who's constantly taking selfies on instagram yeah you you, you know that the way you're going to approach the the interaction with that couple yeah. is to be as laid back and relaxed and yeah. natural as possible and obviously that's that is going to you know they should, you would hope that a photographer a couple who wants a photographer and, and a videographer that do a certain thing hire that that type of photographer and videographer yeah. but it, it isn't always like that yeah we've we've been in situations where we know that a a couple have hired a photographer who's very posy who's very intense um, and they've done that probably because they want to look a certain way on their photos but the reality of that experience on the day they might be happy with the photos afterwards but the reality of the situation on the day is they were not happy yeah. and we could tell they weren't happy yeah. so this stuff's important because if you're thinking about customer service and you're thinking about referrals and, and building up you know, that personal connection so that they refer you to, to other people and that other people see how you operate and think, oh, I like the way they did that and their photos and videos were good, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to inquire with them, then it's important for that to be at the forefront of your mind and not just I'm getting my job done. What did you say to me once you'd looked through the preview photographs? So because we'd picked up on that from Rachel, what we the direction we gave them was okay. You just naturally be yourselves. I thought they were. I thought those photos were fantastic. I, you yeah. know, I, not not blowing our own trumpet. No, no. I think we caught some genuine personality, yeah. which is what basically what we're always trying to do. Yeah. It doesn't always happen like that. Some people just cannot show that yeah. personality, especially when they're being yeah. photographed. Yeah. You know, a bit like Chandler on Friends type thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know that the, these these photos, I saw, I saw their relationship and I saw their personality, yeah. and that was like job done. Yeah. The way they looked at one another, the way they laughed. The way they naturally touched one another, yeah, just looks 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 lovely. Yeah. And there's genuine kind of happiness. There's there's so much laughter yeah. in the photos of of them, and ju just it, it's just lovely, isn't it? And it's just it it was, I think, picking up on that and understanding that that you know you don't have to pose them within an inch of the life. You can by sometimes telling a couple, you know, just naturally, ju just be you, just talk between yourselves, and and uh, yeah, that was lovely. It was, it was nice seeing them. Now out to the road. Okay, and so then just a, a little bit wider thinking then in terms of that sort of uh, particular wedding. Um, we've talked a lot about the couple there, but other guests then. So um, their their family members. I recall mum. Um, at one point we were just getting set up for the, the bride and groom entering into the room and mum called me over 
like friends there. Yeah. You know, made sure that we were fed, checking in with us, are we okay, this, that and the other during the day. And just the way that everybody was, we've been treated like a set of friends there. And that's something that we've been really fortunate that's been fed back to us by other couples too, hasn't it, in, in reviews. And for me, that's that's the key there. Yeah. Right there. If you look at our if you look at our reviews, there are these themes in there. Yeah, and you know, yes, there are compliments about the, the work, the standard of work, which obviously you want because that's that's kind of what people are hiring you to do. But there are, in nearly every review, there is a mention of how we made them feel comfortable, of how we kind of interacted with them, how they, how they kind of feel like we're friends. And that might not be the way that you want to run your business. You might be more transactional. You might be more, well, I don't really care. Do you know what I mean? I'm just here to do my photos. If that's the case, that's fair enough. But when you're trying to run a business that's a personal service that you're trying to hopefully get personal referrals from to grow it, um, you know, the, the, the extra going the extra mile to, to kind of build those relationships up with people you know is important yeah I think the easiest way to kind of think of this is put yourself in the shoes of the person who is you are either on the lookout you are searching for a videographer or photographer photographer sorry for your wedding yeah what do you want that person to be or those people to be like? Yeah. Who who do you want to yeah. be there doing that? Yeah. And if you're behaving in a way that you wouldn't hire that person, that's not great. Yeah. If, but if you are behaving in a way where you'd be like, yeah, I would really like that person to capture my wedding. Yeah. Then you know that you're, you're doing the right thing and that's kind of the way to... And again, everyone's personalities are different, so everybody's into different things, aren't they? Yeah. But, you know, and that's why you, you there is there is someone that's going to fit your personality out there. There are people that are going to fit your personality out there. So be genuine to that. Don't try to be something that you're not. Yeah. Okay. Let's just, as we get towards the end then, let's just um, spend a few minutes just thinking about what are some of the basics for us, Ju? What do we always strive to be able to do on uh, a wedding day you know I'm, I'm by no means trying to insult anyone's intelligence here just like we said at the beginning you know these are all things that these are skills that we've we've all got knowledge of we've all got the ability to be able to to do that's why we're in a service industry that's why we're working um and we're building successful businesses hopefully businesses that are sustainable that's why we're doing this so um what are some of the, the basic kind of communication skills or personable skills then that you know are just musts for people on a wedding day? We've already talked about it, but we've already talked about some of them. Mm. But I'll, I'll kind of mention them again. But I mean, like the, the kind of the, the, the friendliness, the politeness is, is kind of essential because you know if you if you're going to be rude, that, that's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it's sort of remembering that this. We, we shoot weddings every single week, right? These people might not have ever been to a wedding before. Yeah. 
some people don't even know what's supposed to happen at yeah. this different points and so you've got to have the empathy to understand what their situation is what they're feeling at that moment in time you know that they're, they're not their their priority is not you getting some amazing shots they might want some great photographs and a nice video at the end of the day that's not their priority during the moments where you're capturing that stuff so having that kind of empathy to to think about how they will be feeling and obviously it helps if you've got married yourself because you can kind of you can sort of understand how it feels to um to be on the other end of the camera yeah um yeah i'm a big dress carrier so yeah so like just the general kind of like your demeanor openness friendliness listening to to kind of what what they're saying and reacting to what they're saying yes but then as well observing like what's going to be a struggle so there's an example and, and Lindsay is very much you know on a wedding day you are so kind of there with you know helping tie things and put things on and 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 the thing is it doesn't it doesn't affect none of this affects what we actually end up capturing if anything it, it helps it because it makes them feel comfortable and at ease and then when you do point the camera back at them they're not stressing out yeah. so what you're getting is is good yeah. rather than some frowny faces and some stressed out yeah. you know huffing and puffing type situations so you love carrying the dresses and yeah. making sure it stays clean because you know that yeah. they're worried about that absolutely and it, you know I, I think um on the one hand I kind of think you know when it comes to the dress first and foremost I, I sort of think and, and more and more brides are, are of this mindset but it's inevitable it's going to get dirty on the bottom of it it's inevitable during the wedding day but on your wedding day when you've just spent when you've been up since 5 or 6am hair and makeup there and you have spent hours getting ready and you've gone to the expense of bringing people in that are going to do your hair and makeup that are going to carefully put that veil in your hair for you, that are going to help you get into the dress. You've put hours into that because you want to look amazing, you want to look wonderful, but not just up to the point where you're going to walk down the aisle and that's it, you can let it all go then. You want to look beautiful for your whole day. And so when you're a photographer thinking or a videographer and you're thinking you know I'm going to take them off for a walk over this cornfield because it just looks phenomenal it's going to look great and I know that they know it's going to look great as well well part of the bride is thinking yeah these are the shots that I want but part of us thinking oh my god my dress is getting filthy it's getting ripped to shreds underneath I've got heels on that are sinking into the grass I'm getting blown all over the place I'm not going to look good so I just think and that's that is definitely not just a female intuition thing because there are plenty of male photographers and videographers that we have worked with that I know and I can actively see on a wedding day are also conscious of that so I'm certainly not saying only I will understand this no Jules is you know bigging me up there saying I'm I'm in tune with these things on a wedding day 
as I said, if there are little things that you can help with, pick up the dress, hold their flowers for them for a few minutes, ask them if they want you to bring their drink, bring a coat even, if it's in some of the colder months, bring a coat or a cardigan or something the bride can just put over her shoulders in between walking to different spaces. Just these little things. And there was something that you said last night about being tuned into, being able to recognise kind of, you know, you're reading their body language and you might be there to do a job in terms of getting those images. But what was it you also said that you are there to do for that couple on the day as well? You're there to, to look after them and yeah. make sure that they have a good day yes. and a good experience. Not just a good experience with you, yeah. but a good experience at their wedding. And that's it. If you yeah. always are thinking, rather than thinking, uh, this, uh, this couple are hiring me to do this job, if you're always thinking, this couple are here to have one of the best days of their life, yeah. and I want to make sure that that happens. So if, like, you know, they don't want to go back out to do more photos, or, you know, they don't really want you filming this bit because they just want you, they want a minute, but you're like, I need to, you know, I want, we said we were going to do this, you know, then react to that. As long as you check in with them and say, you, you said you wanted to do this, you, you know, would you like to do this? But, but, but do it in a way that's non-pressure. Do it in a way that's thinking about them and their, their, their experience of the day. And that will in turn lead to ha them having a great experience with you. And I think, kind of summing this, this episode up now, you know, uh, also think of it this way, of all the suppliers involved in a couple's wedding day, guess who they spend the most amount of time with on that wedding day? of all of their suppliers yeah. it, it's all of us it's the photographers and videographers and that is why it's so important that we represent ourselves in a professional way but we also show them that we're down to earth we can interact with other guests we can adapt like you've said to different scenarios and situations and we care we really care. So, yeah. oh, we, we've got basically we're spending the most amount of time with them. So we've not only have we got the most of, biggest opportunity to positively influence that, we've also got the biggest opportunity to mess it up and make them really yeah, upset. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that is not something that's none of us are trying to do that. So we have to we have to be thinking not just about that yeah. click click or press record yeah. it's how are they yeah. your agenda cannot be I'm going to get you know I these shots that I'm going to get at this venue yeah. with golden hour yeah. look at that dress look at this couple this wedding if you've got that preconceived agenda then I think you've, you've more chance, just like you've just said, Jules, more chance there, if you are fixed on that, that it, it's going to start to become an unpleasant experience um, 
for them but also for you the last thing that you want to be doing is starting to get flustered or frustrated yourself on a wedding day um, and doing it because you've spat the dummy out because it's not going the way that you wanted it that's that's not what it's about yeah. you know um, like I said at the beginning that there's that the, no hidden gems here no secret formula here to to kind of share with you in this episode but but it is it is a good reminder oh definitely it's a good reminder and if you're very new to this it's a good reminder well not a good reminder but a good a good thing to to understand because when you first start out you are going to be very focused on getting the technicals and the creative side right it is a lot easier once you've been doing it for a while for that stuff to be kind of automatic yeah. and, and just happens yeah. and you can then spend and focus more on the on the experience and the relationship building yeah. but when you're first starting out and you're concentrating on all that stuff just remember there are people in front of your camera and they are real people with real you know feelings and stuff's going on and yeah. like most people, like I said, don't really like having a camera point out. Yeah. And I think it was, it's just, well, just been luck that, you know, I guess the, these two weddings have, have fallen this week where, for me, and, and like I say, I would, I would never take for granted what we do for a living here, but also that it's just naturally going to be, you know, oh, it's going to be a dead easy wedding day we're nice people and we always try to really help people out you, you can't think of it that way um, because you just never know what's going to kind of crop up or occur but on the back of these two weddings happening this week for me even it was just a nice reminder of just think about for a second Lindsay the reason that you're doing these two weddings this week is because of the previous ones yeah. and how you looked after those people and what an experience that Yeah.